With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. I am the little brother, big guy, Sco, I guess I could say, little brother, big guy. Uh, Dave Schofield, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And joining me, as always, is the big bro, my big brother, Rich. Rich. Who's slightly smaller than you. Who's smaller <laughs> than you. How are you, Rich? How's it going? Hey, it's going just... Sucking in that sweet <laughs> smell of Steeler victory. I'm going to keep doing that until, you know. Yeah, you need it. to keep doing that. You need to keep doing Just, that. I love it. You know, we're 6-0 we're and o on that, so let's keep that rolling. So we will breathe in that yep. sweet smell. Also, we have to give you some credit for this victory. I told Dave if we could do <laughs> music to open the show, we were going to open with Dwayne The Rock Johnson from that – what can they say except you're welcome? That's right. Da, 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 da. You're yeah, welcome, Steeler fans. That Steeler victory was had thanks to yours truly. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2005, I got a to- I was at a conference, um, and a friend of mine at the conference had a connection to one of the Titans coaches. We got a tour of the locker rooms and got to go out on the field at the stadium. And then we got to go over the practice facility and tour there while we were out on the stadium. One of my friends turned to me and said, you know, is this a little difficult for you as a Steeler fan? I said, no, I'm going to take every opportunity. And in front of them all, I put a curse on the field and, you know, spit on it and everything. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> you know. What would have been truly impressive is if you did that right around the 36-yard line of what I think is the south end of the stadium. Um, <sighs> that would it, have... it, it was on the south end of the stadium, but I don't think I was quite that far out. I was <laughs> right about where at, that. I was probably only around. The, I was really probably only around the 20 to 25-yard line, so I don't think I was out there. But I cursed Post the stadium. And said that the Titans would mm. not have success against the Steelers. I gave the Titans bad juju. Decided <laughs> as the Steelers, we would keep the good juju. And we, yeah, we have the good juju. Gave them bad juju, and that's how it worked. There you and go. That's and why Stephen Gostowski missed that field goal because you know what. I feel you always feel bad for the kicker at times, but you know what? If you're going to wear that jersey, ain't feeling bad for you because this because even with that miss, you the Steelers still owe the Tennessee kickers a thousand times more based on one Joe Nedney in the playoffs. Let's not open <laughs> that wound. But before yeah. we get going, we're going to jump into the topic of the show right away because we're going to edit a bunch throughout the show. We already have a super chat. There's Felicia. Hey, Dave Hi, Felicia. Six and zero oh, feels good, but seven zero oh, feels better. Let's go Steelers. That's right. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. That's great. It's good to see Felicia in the live chat tonight. What I want to say, real quick, to get you to, I don't know if you heard this. I, I was listening to it live, and as soon as he said it, I was like, "That's great." Today's Tuesday, so of course, part of the news is always Mike Tomlin's press conference. What we find out about injuries, which is. There's a little bit of news, but it's all pretty good news. We'll get yep. to that. But Mike Tomlin had a great quote today. Busted out a Love bunch it. of Tomlinisms. It's funny, though. One of the reporters I, I that I'm not going to mention, she even said on Twitter about, I got three Tomlinisms in one answer. You know why you get Tomlin, Tomlinisms? When you ask, when you ask bad questions, <laughs> I didn't yeah. want to say that. It wasn't a very good question, and that's why she got so many Tomlinisms. But um, – you either get that or basically no response. So, but in the interview today, Coach Talmud said something, and because he was asked about um, the Steelers and that purple team down east that are known for their defense, and why you know why always the focus on defense. And Coach Tom Tomlin said it great. He said, "If they can't score, you can't lose." Yep. If they can't score, you can't lose. It was a great way to kind of sum up his press conference. He did say um, a couple players to, to look for this week that could miss time. Chris Wormley, knee injury. He did leave the game early, but there was no reports on him. Um, he actually did get some snaps on defense this week, and which would be a sh I would have liked to see, I hopefully would like to see him play because it's against his former team. And uh, I think it was Jordan Dangerfield is dealing with something. But um, other than that, the guys that left the game shortly or briefly, I guess I should say, on Sunday. Briefly, do is. Yep. I mean, it was. Chuk yeah. only missed Chuk one snap. Was it only one snap? I wasn't exactly sure. Okay. Wait a minute. Chuk aren't you the person? Oh, wait a minute. The Does snap Chuk count stuff didn't come out on count? time. It finally oh. came out. So I didn't get to. I usually study it Chuk on on Monday, yeah. and it didn't come out until like Chuk super late Monday. Chukes was the only offensive lineman to miss a snap, okay. and he missed one. He missed one. I I saw one. Hawkins on the field for that one. I yep. didn't I didn't look after that. I guess that was the one. Was yep. that around when the feed cut out? It might have been. Um, um, yeah, which, probably would have been. By the way, been. by the way, because I was also wondering. I'm like, 
they say James Washington had a target. I didn't remember James Washington even getting targeted in the game. That was one from the missed feed. If yep. you missed those plays, you've got to go to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com because first thing this morning was an article, so it's a little bit further down now, by Jeffrey Benedict, who put those plays out there in an article for, the, for you to see, and his great commentary about it was fantastic. Loved the sarcasm. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. If you want to see those plays, go check them out there. They're there. So, but so Chooks, Chooks missed just a little bit. He came back. Spillane on that big, massive hit of Derrick Henry. Um, he missed some time. Yes, thank you. Uh, another super chat from Sean Manahan. $2 in the tip chart. Thank you, Sean. Says 19 and 0 feels best. Let's go, Steelers. Hey, I don't um, care. Let's let's just do everything we can. Let's let's let that first number move. Yeah. And let the second number hold still. Yeah, for as long as we possibly can. Yep. So that's so, what we're going to okay. do. So where was I? I said I said Chukes. Okay. I said Spillane. He came back to the game. Deontay Johnson came back to the game. Nothing going on with those guys that we know of. Don't be shocked that Deontay Johnson is out of practice on Wednesday. He was one because of those guys that they've been holding out. Been, like Juju. He, yep. So Although I, last week he didn't because he didn't play the week before. Um, and then they said that they expect both Derek Watt and Mike Hilton to be to start the week practicing. So that's great news for the Steelers. Wonderful stuff. Rich. Yeah, I think, I think there was a little more concern on Hilton than Watt, but still expecting him to be okay. Yeah. Let's let's look at this. I'm going to ask you some specific questions. Now, you did you get to no, because you don't have DVR either. You didn't get to watch the game. I know you were traveling and you were you got to hear. Did you get to hear? Was it Hillgrove and Tunch oh, and everything? Oh, it was Hillgrove, Tunch, and, and Wolfley. Okay. Yeah, you know, um, it was it was fantastic. So I did not miss the sequence on CBS. As there, there you go, no problem. Um, I just my, didn't know if you got to watch my satellite radio reception. Yeah. So. You probably saw the highlights and everything. It'd be interesting oh, yeah. to know how those guys felt because this one was this one was interesting because I mean the Steelers came out in pure domination. Pure domination. Does you know what that game reminded me of some games we've had in the past where basically we come out and just blow the doors off in the first half mm -hmm. and then just not not that we played yeah. awful, but we hung on in the second half. You know, I look at the, the second half. We did have two really good drives in the second half. One was the very first drive that ended in yep. a field goal. Mm -hmm. And then the very last drive, which unfortunately ended up with the interception in the end zone. Yeah. But by not putting points up and we let them get some points, suddenly it's like, oh, gee whiz, you know, give me my heart attack medicine. But, you know, where's my blood pressure medicine? Yeah. You know. I felt like, I, I felt like where's Brian Anthony Davis when I need him? Felt like mm -hmm. I was watching an old uh, episode of Sanford and Son. Oh, oh wait a minute! I'm <laughs> on this book. You know, <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's what that, that that's what it felt like. And honestly, I know I was getting so nervous for some reason. I just had a feeling that that field goal was going to be no good at the end. I just once they called the it, intentional grounding, I just felt like I'm like. That play's going to matter. Was, I just felt like that play was going to matter for some reason. It was a momentum shifter. It, it it changed. Yeah, it changed how everybody was looking at the game. Both both the Titans and the Steelers. Just suddenly, it became more pressure, and that that penalty put more pressure on the Titans than they had. 
Without, yeah. yeah, without that penalty, that kicks probably straight down the middle. Yeah. Speaking of kicks straight down the middle, uh, Chris Bodwell's both both field goals. Both field straight goals. Down Dead, the center. Dead center. Dead center, both of them. That was pretty nice. Here's the thing that's crazy about the Titans game. You know, Steelers fans, you know, you were we were sweating it out by the end. I I think I think the interception at the end of the first half changed Ben a little bit mentally. Well, or I don't know if it changed Ben or if it changed the combination of Ben and Feetner about how they wanted. I mean, the Steelers have been so good at taking care of the ball, and then Ben throws that interception. Um, I would have, and that really wasn't a big deal. I mean, I would have loved to have seen Boswell try the 57 yarder. Um, the, the Ebron penalty, the Ebron penalty is what, really is what well, you think about it, that did ended up doing to the Steelers at the end of the first half, the mm-hmm. same thing that the penalty did to the Titans at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. The penalty yep. threw things off and made something bad happen. The Ben interception, the penalty, the intentional grounding penalty made, you know, made bad things happen on the next play, you know, because we're kicking from 46 instead of 36. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's funny because there's, there's a sequence of plays in the second half. You probably didn't even get to see them. Um, yeah. I, I got to agree. Go ahead. Just beat him. You think the Titans would have potentially got a few delay of game penalties to get the kicker over 50? Just one. One, put him to 51 yeah. yards, delay a game. Because he hasn't missed yard, over 50. He hasn't missed over 50. So that's an interesting, interesting take there, uh, Bill with it. Yep. And then another super chat from Sean Manahan said, Sorry, I was getting doing? that one off. Yep. I was getting uh, that one off of there. Said, I, I felt that even if they made the field goal, we would have won. I don't know because they did have some momentum and everything. I said to Jeff after the game, I think it really would have come down to the coin flip. And yeah, if we get the flip, we'd have taken the ball again. Yeah. And I think we'd have done it at the beginning of overtime yeah. what we did at the beginning of the game. And it's so funny because you could, when the Steelers won the toss and took the ball. They had deferred every other game so far this year. When they took the ball, there was even some confusion. People just assume, oh, well, the Steelers didn't win the toss. You know, Tennessee deferred. Nope. Steelers won the toss. Yeah, yeah that, was con- that was confusion. Um, That's different than what they've been doing. And I like it because it showed that this game was going to be about the focus of this game was their offense. Now, let's go back no, to our statement. No, no, no. The focus of the game was get the lead. Yes. Well, get the lead. I'm going to get there. Listen Make, to this. Okay. Back to the quote. If they can't score, you can't lose. And the Steelers, knowing that the Tennessee Titans didn't does, do not have that great of a defense, they used their offense as a defensive weapon. Yes. You understand what I'm they saying? Did. I sure do. That I feel that's what they did. I mean, when they come out, that's their longest drive of the season. They had only had one drive over seven minutes so far. No, three drives over seven minutes so far, I think, in the entire season. And they were just barely over seven. And the very opening one goes for over nine. You know, that that was that was basically saying this is what we're going to do. And it was a, it was a great philosophy. It was a great way to do things. Um 
there was just so many different things that that could have happened in that game because you know I don't know that Steeler fans are as confident now because of the way that game played out in the second half. Here's another question for you: it wasn't, you We didn't win the game in the second half. Exactly, we, we won, won the game, the game in the first half. If you switch those halves, make it a little bit more like it was against, let's say, the Houston Texans. If you switch those halves, and the Steelers are down seventeen to three at halftime and come out and win 27-24, you're feeling great. It's all about how you're how you progress through the game. So sometimes that could be a little bit frustrating to Steelers fans is that the Steelers were just like, hey, we just we we're just gonna kind of continue to chew the clock. The the Jeffrey Benedict sent me a crazy stat and I'm gonna have to read this because I can't even remember it because it, it was so good. But this is what he sent to me that he said, let me bring it up here. He's like, here are the runs in week seven by by number by James Conner. Okay. His first 10, his first 10 carries, carries one through 10 were 58 yards. That included a loss of 10 yards on that crazy play where Ben Roethlisberger, rather than just throwing the ball away, tries to flip it back to Connor, which counted as a run, and then he and they lost 10 yards on the play. Yeah. Okay. Take that out of there. And on the first nine, it would have been 68. Okay. He had six carries of five yards or more. So that was half of his carries right there. Carries one through 10. But in 11 through 15, he only had 13 yards had two of them going for five yards or more. And in the last five carries of the game, he only had 11 yards with one carry for five yards or more. So usually the Steelers running game gets going as the game goes on. This time it was going early and was fading off towards the end. And it wasn't, and I know some people were complaining, the Steelers had the lead. Why did they throw so much? Well, the run was no longer effective in the second half because, you know, Tennessee Titans, they weren't undefeated for a reason. You know, for, for I'm sorry, they weren't undefeated for no reason. You know, they're a good football team and they're very well coached, and they made adjustments and were trying to do some new things. So that's just kind of how it was going. The Steelers, you know, what was it, eight of nine on third down in the first half, and five of nine in the second half. Well, they had some longer first downs. Well, they they've had some longer first downs. Sorry, longer third downs. They had some long third downs in the first half that they converted. I mean that. That one, the short pass to Deontay Johnson, and he, it was very similar to his one touchdown where he was, you know, slant on the slant and then spun around yeah. to the outside. That was two times that play worked very well. So I feel like the Steelers came out with this mentality that we're going to start fast and make them, you know, enforce their hand, made them almost kind of play the game in reverse than what they had been doing. You, you think that sounds about right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else do you want me to say? No. <laughs> Sean Manahan, $2. Two more dollars. Jar, man, he keeps throwing them out there. Well, he's got a lot he's to gonna say. Give so us, he's he's going to give us $20 eventually. He's yes, just going to do he, it in $2 increments. That's right. He said it was $120. He's like, you know what? Let me bust this up and get my get my thoughts hurt. Yeah. So. He said it was like Giants Bills in Super Bowl 25, you know, where you're just, where, you, where you're, you know, I'm glad I didn't want to say anything or talk any smack or anything during that game because at the beginning of that game, it, it seemed like, man, the Tennessee Titans just aren't even in the Steelers' class. It really felt that way early. But 
But they I knew that. that I knew they were. Look, is it easier to make adjustments at halftime if you were blowing someone out or if you're getting beat bad? It's easier to make adjustments if you're getting beat bad because yeah. what you're doing is not working. Yeah. You're like, hey, we might as well change something because right. this ain't working. So, yeah. So that's that's just kind of what you do. So And, and really, I'll, I'll say this. Hats off to Tennessee because we knew this would be the case. Um Especially listen with to Michael Beck and the and the guys from the um, Tennessee Titans Weekly, you know those, those guys let you know that, and I always got this feeling from them that if Tennessee even when down is going to feed the ball to Derrick Henry as much yeah. as they can, yeah, and they did. Now did they get to feed him as much as they would have liked to? No, because they were down, but they were still trying, you know, giving the ball to Henry, running the football. Um, yeah. Just not all that greatly, effectively, because you know. Yeah. Well, let's let's just look at this. Um, the Tennessee Titans only had 82 rushing yards, 75 by Derrick Henry, seven others. I think five was Tannehill, and two was the I can't remember the other guy's name. I don't have it up in front of me. They did not turn the ball over. Okay, but they that's the that's the fewest rushing yards have been held to all season the next fewest was Jacksonville they ran for 123 but that was one of those crazy high scoring games back and forth um and the one thing that I that I had said before is they were held under 300 yards of offense yep under 300 yards of offense they had over 600 yards of offense the week before and they were held under 300 yards of offense mainly a lot of that was because of the of of the first half but a lot of things did not go well for the Steelers. Still handing the ball to Derek, like the only way their passing game can be effective at all is if they're still handing the ball to Derrick Henry some. And they kept doing yeah. that. Yeah. Because I don't care who I don't care what you're doing as a defense. I don't care if you're up three scores against Tennessee, you're still paying attention to Derrick Henry. Yeah. Because if you don't, he's gone. Yeah. You know. I will say this because the way the Steelers played this out, even though it was Tennessee coming back, it was still the Steelers that were kind of, that were that were dictating what was going on in the game. And but you knew Tennessee was going to run Henry. It's not that they were going to take him out of there. And they don't give up sacks. They only gave up two. That's the fewest that the Steelers got all season. Um, but the Steelers still did what they had to do and still had some a good bit of those negative plays. Spillane comes in and Mr. crushes Henry, Henry. Yeah. Mr. Henry, meet Mr. Spillane. Yeah, I mean, he came in and it's like, wow, and he and a big hit. Now they still now, got the touchdown play, there, but listen, I want to talk about listening that to that bit. play over the radio. Okay, listen to Hillgrove and those guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know who did it at first because I had to wait for them to announce it. But they were screaming, probably. No, I heard that hit over the radio. Oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it was, and and the thing is, he came up and hit him. But TJ Watts coming in from one side, and then I think at the very end, someone else came was, in too. Uh, it was Cam. Yeah, uh, I couldn't remember if it was if it was Cam or Tyson, but that led to an interesting sequence where the Titans went for it on fourth down, and there was something about that play that I don't really like. And it's funny because you because you could say, well, technically by the rule, what they did was legal. Not really. When you're out there, when you're trying to run a pick play, 
you can you can contact make contact oh, with we don't the call them anymore. They're they're, they're rub. rub rub, yeah. Rub. But I mean it was yeah. two guys out to the left. They're trying to, to run that play. The one receiver never did anything other than flat up go block the other the, the other defender. You're allowed to contact the defender that's lined up on you. You're not allowed to go search out someone else and flat up block and then go out for a route. Not only did he come over and just flat up block him, he held him. And therefore, by, by trying to recover, Minka gets called for the hold. And I'm like, how in the world is that penalty on the Steelers and not the Titans? From what, I mean, even if it would have been offsetting, because I'm like, I'm like, that is exactly what they, it just looks bad. And they're like, well, maybe that's just what they should let go. I mean, some people could argue that that shouldn't have been offensive pass interference. My problem was they went after the other defender. They basically grabbed a hold of him to let him get for, to get from around them. You but know they what turn around. Was. You know what on that the, was. on the neck. Yeah, I I I know it. I said it <laughs> in one article that uh, NFL wants to keep this close. So right. get four chances. That was fourth down. That would have been bad. So he turned around and the Steelers are driving, and Chase Claypool gets what was very arguably close to a first down. Tomlin probably would have challenged it and lost because they wouldn't have changed it, but it should have been a marked a first down. But it didn't matter because they called offensive pass interference on Jalen Samuels. Jalen Samuels wasn't even trying to go into the defender. He was basically coming off the line. He didn't make a move at another player. He's trying to get his arms around the player to not have his hands on him while still being in the way. And they called that offensive pass interference when it was the defender that basically came up and wanted to belly him up. And they called that offensive pass interference because he was trying to run down the field. My thing is, you can't say one isn't and the other is. You really can't say that one isn't and the other is. It's like I always say when I've coached kids in baseball, okay? Mm -hmm. And when I watch baseball, I don't care what an umpire's strike zone is. Mm -hmm. As long as it's consistent, as yes. long as you know what pitch is yeah. going to be a ball, what pitch is going to be a strike, you're okay. If you know that this is going to be called, you're going to get called for this type of you know mm -hmm. offensive pass interference on a rub route, fine. Yes, I would have been livid if I was the Steelers because I would have been like, we did something less egregious than they did, and you let them get away with it. Yeah. Yep. That's the and, problem. And the very next play – Interception. Now, on that interception, if you go back and watch it, Deontay Johnson was wide open over the middle short for a first down. Um, kind, kind of kind of interesting, but it is what it is. But I, even though the Steelers came out and they owned the game offensively, and yes, the Steelers did end up giving up 17 points in the second half. This game was still about the defense and what they and what they were able to do. You know, Tennessee, I mean, think about that. Tennessee, the, the previous three weeks, four weeks, sorry, well, five weeks, because technically they had a buy in there. We won't, you know, let's not open that wound. Um, they had scored 42, 42, 31, and 33. I mean, that they're a potent offense. When you have a defense ranked that bad and you're undefeated, you've got to have a good offense. You got to have a good offense. That's yeah. right. And they scored 24. And you got to think about that. They were kind of, you know, they got the penalty in order to, they, or else they would have got that touchdown. They right. had the drive that everything went their way in the first half. I mean, come on. The the ball goes off the defense, off the offensive guy's hands because it's too high and it comes down right in the receiver's bread basket. Oh, I mean, that. it was just. Oh, 
So yeah, you should have heard Tunch's reaction on that one. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that was great. I, I uh, what, they, what you can replay the thing. game on SNR, but I can't even get SNR anymore. But, they don't. Their app is different. When something like that happens, what's one of Tunch Oaken's sayings that he would? He said like three times after that play. Mm-hmm. Is the Are you kidding me? Yeah, are you yeah, kidding? Yeah, it was. It was just one of those. Just one of those drives where the Steelers give up a touchdown where everything went against them. And think about this. There was so much that went against the Steelers in this game. If you if you look at this and you really want to, I mean, the Steelers were on the road facing an undefeated team, had three turnovers, no takeaways, bad, you know, the the bounces aren't going to, the only good bounce that went their way was the James Conner fumble that he was able to scoop back up. Early and, game, and and, and you the, know, and that, and that last bounce off of Gustav, and the last, yeah, yeah and the <laughs> last hit on the off of off of the kicker's foot. Everything else, so much. I mean, how many times I was getting nervous because I'm like, as like the Steelers on that last drive, which ended up ending in an interception. I'm like, things just aren't going their way. Things just aren't. It was just one of those times where things weren't going right. If you when, told me we, that Ben throws three picks and we get no turnovers and we win, I said you crazy. Yeah, you crazy. You what crazy. is that? So as much as we want to kind of get down because we, you know, everybody saying, "Well, we could have took the foot off the pedal or this or that." No, mm-hmm. let's look at it this way: Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger threw three interceptions in a game. Our defense did not turn them over at all. And we still won. Yeah. Yeah. Those are games the Steelers do not win. No. You know, and they've and they've won a couple of them this year because what was the other game that was not going their way? Well, what was um, the other one? Was that was it Denver? It might have been Denver that it seemed like nothing was going their way. Um was it the second drive that the Titans had? Yeah, well, the one on yeah, because the ball went through the guy's hand, and there was another one in there where we knocked the ball loose and they fell on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. They knocked it out of, they called it that he was down, but it was, there was a big hit on Tannehill. He lost the ball, but they fell on it. They called it no fumble, but the Steelers had no reason to challenge it. It was obviously a fumble, but they didn't didn't get it. They weren't going to get anything out of it other than using up a a challenge. And, you know, and it was like, you know, we didn't get those breaks, you know, that, 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 you know, you're like, oh, you know, probably nine times out of ten, Minka picks that one ball off, you yeah. know, and instead it goes for a completion. Yep. You know, it's like Cam Sutton almost had a pick six on like on the on the right. third and it's offensive like, play for the Titans. Right. You know? And it's like like we were just missing those things and they were those big plays and they were pulling them out of their hat. Yeah. It seemed like, and it's so, kind of you know sometimes it's those magical seasons for teams, and I think I mean Tennessee you know, had, have had those, good things go their way this year, and it, it takes that in order to be successful. Sometimes we we have defenses in the past that then when the Titans had that ball on that last drive would have mailed it in. Not only did I get down into field goal range, to probably would have given, given up a touchdown yeah. with you know twenty two seconds to go. Yeah. Yep. So. All in all, the I think the big story of the game was still the defense that they held Derrick Henry to 72 all-purpose yards. 
because he had 75 rushing yards and minus three receiving yards. Yep. That's a big deal. And honestly, I think part of that, if you if you read our film rooms, that's something that I think Jeffrey Benedict pointed out that that Roberts Belaine does well of 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 be of keying on those running backs and stuff in those kind of passing situations. So um just one of those it was crazy, one of those games, but like I know my, Michael Beck took a little bit of criticism at time. He handed out a lot of C plus grades for the grades after the game. I'm like, that's more about grading the second half. I mean, if if you graded it in two different halves, you're probably giving the Steelers C's in the second half and A pluses in the first half. So I don't think that they completely failed in the second half. But uh, stop, stop reading, stop laughing at the live chat. Okay, I can't help it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. There's some interesting stuff going on in there. Oh, no. Just, yeah. you know. So, my boy, but, my boy, my boy. I know. I know. So, I know. So, you know, I'm going to make him change his name on there. Yeah. So, so whenever your son's in the live chat, it doesn't, it doesn't show up there. No, 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 no. Because no. okay. he's, he's hunting tonight. Oh, okay. Hunting for trolls. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> There you go. And so, put them in their place. Anything else about this Tennessee game before we move well, along yeah. this week? One number. Sorry, I, I know go we used it. to be the tagging show. Okay, a, a good number for you. Three. Mm-hmm. That's the magic number. Correct. Yeah. In this game, it was okay. Three offensive snaps in the first quarter. Yeah. By the Tennessee Titans. I had that one. That um, set the tone for the game. Yeah, the, the number yeah. I used in my buy the numbers article was 23 because the Steelers had 23 first quarter snaps to yeah. the Titans three. three. Yeah, it just it set the tone, it just made everything go you know, if, if you just look at the numbers from a whole, it's it was a great performance. It just sometimes the way I know we gotta wrap out. this this quick, but yeah. let me one thing. Okay, the first half there and what we did in the whole week have them three snaps in the first quarter. Doesn't that remind you of like the game plan of, uh, I I hate to even bring it up, but you know, in years past of that certain team in the northerly part of the country, yeah. it doesn't. Didn't that look like something that you would see them pull on somebody? Yeah, of just completely. Yep, taking the you ball out of their hands. You got this potent offensive, this potent running back. We'll just stop you once and you know for a, for a quick three and out here in the first quarter, and that's all you're going to get in the first quarter. So. Yeah. All right, wrap us up, move yep. us apart. All right, so we, if you're on the podcast side, get ready to click over to part two. Here on the YouTube side, we're just going to take a very short break so we can come back with part two of the Scobro Show. So hang in there. We'll be right back with you. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.